We're celebrating Marketplace's 35th anniversary with some throwback thank you gifts available during this March fundraiser. We took our old dot-com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how much you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash donate. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash donate. We're celebrating Marketplace's 35th anniversary with some throwback thank you gifts available during this March fundraiser. We took our old dot-com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how much you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash donate. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash donate. The State of Black America by the Numbers. I'm David Brancaccio. The National Urban League has fresh data out this morning on the state of black America. This report measures racial inequality in U.S. society and the economy. Metrics include employment, health care, housing, criminal justice and more. This year's report comes in even 60 years since the passage of the landmark Civil Rights Act of 1964. Mark Morial is president of the Urban League and joins us now. Mr. Morial, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It is always great to be with you. Your report shows that racial economic inequality has in some ways widened in some areas in recent years. I was looking. The report cites data that in the year 2000, a black man earned 75 cents for every dollar earned by a white man. And then by 2024, this goes down to 71 cents, 75 cents to 71 cents. That seems like the wrong direction. It is the wrong direction, and it underscores that while progress has been made in opening doors, economic equality, economic parity in this country is elusive. If you look at many of our urban communities, Chicago being one, the decline of manufacturing, the decline of blue-collar jobs, and the continued persistence of both explicit and implicit bias in hiring and promotions. You can never discount that. Help me understand the important part of this report that calculates compared to a just society where people are getting their fair share, this report finds that still African-American people are still missing out on 24 percent of the pie. Is that how I should understand it? That's a good way to understand it. What does this index do? It compares the social and economic status of black Americans to white Americans. It looks at 300 pieces of data. We've seen some closures in the education gap, but there's still a gap. The healthcare gap, the economic gap, in the social justice, which covers the criminal justice system, we've actually seen a loss of ground in a significant way. We can track where we move forward. We can track where we move backward as a nation, but also it helps create a roadmap about the areas where intensive work needs to be done. It depends on how you even cut the statistics. For instance, I was on the air last April talking about unemployment among black people falling below 5% for the first time on record. This is what happened in the last year, right? But white unemployment was 3.4%. So you still see the gap. The gap is still there. And the gap to some extent is narrowed from maybe two to one to one and a half to one. But is it sustainable? Sometimes today when you are even employed, That paycheck may not go far enough. 
And people say, well, it's inflation, but it's something more specific than that. For the average American, it's housing costs. President Biden had a plan to expand investments in housing in his original Build Back Better America plan. What happened to it? Joe Manchin did not support it. And it was deleted from the plan that eventually got passed. To make housing more affordable, we've got to build. We've got to eliminate redlining in toto. And we've got to create better access to affordable housing for all. Mark Morial is president of the National Urban League. You can find a link to the National Urban League's 2024 report on the state of black America on our website, marketplace.org. Mr. Morial, thank you very much. Always appreciate you. Thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you, too. All right. NASDAQ futures are little changed this morning after the NASDAQ index closed at a record high yesterday, the first since late 2021. Artificial intelligence and signs of easing inflation are at work. The NASDAQ took three years to best its previous high. That was in 2021 when work-from-home technologies were booming. Wall Street is, at least for now, betting on a new boom fueled by advancements in artificial intelligence and falling interest rates. The idea that rates will actually fall was supported by yesterday's inflation report, showing that big picture, price increases are still moderating at a slow and steady pace, meaning the Federal Reserve could begin lowering rates in a few months. So, more investors bought shares of companies such as NVIDIA, Microsoft, and Alphabet, betting their shares will rise as rates fall. I'm Nova Safo for Marketplace. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. Dune Part 2 opens in movie theaters today. 2024 so far has been relatively quiet on the blockbuster front. After the big in-theater success of Barbie and Oppenheimer this last summer, the industry is banking on people wanting to go to big screens to visit desertscapes with big stars with weird breathing tubes in their nostril. Here's Marketplace's Stephanie Hughes. This weekend, you could see the Dunes of Dune on the largest screen in Illinois, just outside of Chicago. It's the exact size of an NBA basketball court uh, that's basically hung on the wall. Anthony Laverde leads Imagine Entertainment, which runs the theater with that screen. 
To further entice people, the Verde says they'll offer a dune-themed cocktail. Maybe with a spice in it? Not melange. But the movie industry is preparing for people to show up, says Carrie Bible, a media analyst for Exhibitor Relations. We haven't had a blockbuster in many, many, many weeks, and we need one. According to Comscore, domestic box office revenue is down 18 percent from where it was this time last year. One of the big reasons is the writer's strike and the actor's strike, because so many movies were delayed production and release. That said, people do want shared experiences and will go to the theater for them, says Imagine's Anthony Laverde. He says, we just need more movies. I'm Stephanie Hughes for Marketplace. Speaking of deserts, we have a podcast special launching later today. I've been visiting local news deserts in Super Tuesday states to hear about the business models that are failing and informing voters ahead of next week's primary. Democracy in the Desert in the Marketplace Morning Report podcast feed later today through the weekend or streaming from our website. I'm David Brancaccio, and we are from APM, American Public Media.